0: The Jen, Gabe, and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today.
1: Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. If Rogers comes out of his little
2: sleepover by himself and says, I want to come back from the... To the Packers, the brass is going to say, okay, but you're coming back as a backup?
1: What are we doing here? Oh, you think she's Erica, the phone sex woman? Jerry, that voice is tattooed on my brain. It's her.
2: I'm telling you, it's her. Ah, you're crazy. Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind?
1: This is Jen, Gabe, and Chew. That is one of those things. It is so bad, but it's so good. <laughs> Who would
3: believe that? What What would take more stones, Chew? Actually trading yeah. him or telling him he's
2: the backup? It's impossible is it? Or is it so possible that your head is
1: spinning like a top? It can't be. Can it? Or is your entire world just crashing down all around? All right, that's enough. Yeah! This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chimora. Here's Jen Latta. she wants to ride She's trying to hide it. I'm cool as ever. She's too excited. Her plan like... All right,
3: before we get any deep thoughts going on this show... I need to get to the bottom of
4: something.
3: So, Chewy's been down in Florida. We're all a little jealous. Nice weather down there. Gets to avoid the snow that Debbie Lazago was just talking about during the weather and traffic updates. That's going to be making its way towards us tonight into tomorrow. Then it could potentially turn to freezing rain. All that fun stuff. So, in order to see Chew, our, our company uses Microsoft Teams. Maybe your company uses Zoom or something else when, whenever you do these, these video calls. So, we use Teams in order to kind of still be able to see each other during the show. But Chewie, when you log into this, your username is IUB. Why is it IUB? Is that, like, because those aren't even, like, I U are close to each other, but B on the keyboard? I just, did you just hit random keys when you logged in every day to this Teams meeting?
2: IUB. Well, A um techn- technologically an idiot, so I didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> Which leaves my kids or Angie and the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is they used to call my father UB. Okay. Short for Uncle Bill. And I guess it's IUB. IUB. That's the only thing I can think of. All right. They called my dad Uncle Bill because Uncle Bill took all the pictures for the sports team, Little League, um, you know, YMCA basketball, all that stuff. And Chamara was too hard to say, so they just called him Uncle Bill. UB. So I guess it's IUB. IUB. I like that. All
3: right. Well, it's Gabe and IUB this morning, and Jen's going to be along around 730 or so um, as she is... uh, She's got a couple things going on this morning. But one thing that is building momentum, big guy, is this thought that the Packers are absolutely ready to move on from Rodgers because of their belief in Jordan Love. It started uh, first on Friday with uh, a podcast by Bob McGinn kind of became even more, you know, kind of substantiated with Tom Silverstein, who wrote a piece at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. And then last night on Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio, Packers reporter Rob Domofsky had this to say.
4: This offseason, they're probably more patient than they had been um, last year, uh, simply because I think they feel like they have a little bit better handle on what Jordan Love is. And that's not to say that if they turn to Jordan Love this year, that they're going to be... You know a ten, eleven, twelve win team because he, Aaron Rodgers' first year, while he had a very good year as a first year starter in two thousand eight, they went six and ten. So there is, you know, it's not like they they're they're automatically a contender, but they do feel a lot better about where Jordan Love is now as opposed to a year ago at this time. True
3: I mean, I, we're we're about I don't know a month or so into the saga since the Packers. I mean, more than a month at this point since the Packers season had come to a close, and the drama started of Rogers trying to get away and trying to make a decision, and at some point, presumably this week, he's going to be coming out of darkness. Why, where were these narratives before? What? Why are these narratives coming out now that they believe in Jordan Love? Are, do they actually believe in love, or are they just trying to establish some sort of leverage?
2: No. No, there's just nothing going on in sports right now, and these guys need papers to fill or columns to write or a podcast to fill, whatever they have to do, and it's a lot like what Aaron said last week. No one knows Aaron's inner circle, just like no one knows the Packer inner circle. There's nothing that Murphy has said, that LaFleur has said, that Goody has said, that would lead you in that direction. Everything is like, well, let's wait till he makes his decision. So I don't believe any of this, and that's why I believe that he's coming back. Because I've said it a million times, if Aaron comes out of his little darkness retreat there and says, I want to come back with the Packers, if everyone is saying all this stuff, then tell me what happens next. Not just, they're ready to move on to Jordan Love. What happens next? Well, because what do they it, tell Aaron? Well, if they were ready to move on, wouldn't the
3: because last week we had the story at the end of the week that the Jets were checking in on the availability of Aaron Rodgers, and I would have assumed had Aaron Rodgers been available, there would have been a follow up story to that saying, "Oh yes, by the way, Aaron Rodgers is available." If they were one hundred percent ready to move on to Jordan Love, Chew, why wouldn't they just make Aaron available? And start working on uh, deals and, and get those in place. And a- again, at the end of the day, I think there still has to be some cooperation from Rodgers because he can always just play the retirement card, even though we all believe that's a bluff. That's a heck of a bluff for a different team to call him on and be a hell of a way to start a relationship of one side calling the others bluff as you know he gets traded to a new team. So... There has to be a little bit of cooperation between the two sides in order for Aaron Rodgers to eventually get moved. But why not have some of these deals in place? And and when he comes out of his darkness retreat going, okay, Aaron, here's what we've been able to work on. You know, the Jets are offering us this. We'd accept that. The Raiders offer isn't as great, but we'd be willing to accept that as well because these are our two best offers. You seem like you'd be willing to go play in these two places. Which one do you want to take?
2: Well, because if that happened, someone would have heard about it. That's what I'm saying. You That's know? what I'm saying. Someone would have heard. Schefter would have reported it, or uh, you know, something along those lines. So this is just people throwing crap against the wall. I don't believe the Packers. Do you think they believe in Jordan Love? Right now, I think they're actually waiting. Do you think they believe in Jordan Love? Do Luff? they believe in him? Yeah, because they drafted him. They have to believe in him. That's why. <laughs> That's, and you haven't seen that enough. Is- that you is haven't... the
3: most lukewarm – well, they have to because they drafted him. Like, that's not an actual belief <laughs> in someone, you know? Like...
2: Well, let me ask you a question. Yes. Do you believe in Jordan Love? No. Do you – right? Because Jason's pretty I do not much believe in a thing seen it calls. all with Jordan Love. The only thing he hasn't seen is during the season Jordan Love taking scout team reps. He's seen him for years in the preseason, every practice, because it's open – for the most part, it's open to the public. We've seen him in the game games he played, so we haven't seen as much as Jason, but do you believe in him? No. I I don't know. I have no idea. uh, At this point, I'm going to say... Have I seen him enough to move on from Aaron Rodgers? Probably not. No. But the guy is such a PIA that he's pushing himself out the door, put it that way.
3: Like, it's... I was impressed with like what Bob, I saw from Jordan Love in that Philly game, but the problem with that too is it's ten snaps. Anybody who makes it to the NFL can have ten good snaps. I am sure you snaps can find ten was co- in hand. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you can find ten good snaps for Zach Wilson out in New York with for the Jets. I'm sure you can find ten consecutive snaps in which he looked really good. I bet you can. I bet you. I bet you can do it for sure. um, for Sam Darnold, who's bounced around from team to team. I know you sure. can do it for Baker Mayfield. So, but like, 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 like ten snaps yesterday, doesn't mean that much. I'm,
2: not, I'm amazed Bob McGinn got as much traction he did. And once I, I like Bob. Bob, Bob's a straight shooter. Um, and and I don't doubt someone in the building used the word disgusting. I just don't think it's a high level person. But if you go on to listen to the podcast like we did yesterday, and he says, "Well, Aaron's going to be the backup." I mean, come on, that's got to discredit. You a little bit, right? I mean, that is the most insane thing I've ever heard. They're paying backups now, $60 million a year. Even I won't even take it that far to compete for the job. You pay guys $60 million to come and compete for the starting? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life, and I got nothing else to do but laugh because there's so much dumb stuff out there right now.
3: If Aaron Rodgers... Came back to the Green Bay Packers and they did nothing with his contract and was backing up and was healthy and backing up Jordan Love. Everybody's getting fired. Like, everybody's just getting yes. fired. That's just, that's how that story ends. So, this isn't, this I guess I didn't think of this from it from this angle because Ryan go just tweeted or texted us on the ESPN Wisconsin talking text line 800 990 3776. Love is sounding better, might be tradable now. Are the Packers trying to inflate Jordan Love because they're hoping Rodgers comes back and Love ends up being the one they trade? So therefore, by talking up Love now and leaking out that they really like Jordan Love and think that he can be the guy, his value somehow increases. Because the other teams, chew they're in the dark. They haven't been there every day at practice. All they have are the, is the game tape from the 10 snaps he played in Philly and the preseason games.
2: Yeah. N- uh, are they again. trying
3: to artificially inflate him by talking him up? No.
2: No, they are not. They don't even know what they have yet. No one knows what he has. I mean, if you're trading Brett Favre, what would Favre go for? A fourth-round pick? Uh, It was a conditional third. Think you're gonna get? Conditional third. What the hell you think you're going to get for Jordan Love? You know? I And I will say this, Gabe. If Aaron does move on, I think this staff is on a shorter leash, and there's a good chance they will get fired across the board because I think a couple months ago we put it to the poll. If Aaron does move on, do you want goody doing the rebuild?
3: well the problem the problem is I, I, too I just don't see Mark Murphy firing anyone at this point like it's going to be if if these if this core of goody and Lafleur gets fired. It's going to be by the new guy because I think Murphy's just going to hold on for as long as he possibly how, can and be delusional about chasing have. two seasons. He's got twenty three and twenty four. He's got to retire in well, July not, of twenty five. They're,
2: they're not getting fired next year. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, but Gabe, he might want this. He might want this as his final out the door little stamp on, on the team. Where he fires them next year and says, okay, before I'm gone at the end of this year.
3: I want to start writing this ship.
2: I mean, I don't know if you know this. You may not, and Ashton might not. I'm sure Jen does. But these guys have egos. Wait, hold on. Athletes? Right.
3: Can we... Oh, I feel
2: gotta,
5: like i got to hit something for that. They have egos. We have breaking
3: news. All right, let's, let's go ahead and dissect that for a little bit. You're telling me that people in sports, the athletes, the executives... They have egos? <gasps> yes. Yeah.
2: Sure. I mean, I would if I was Murphy and I'd hey, you're pushing me out next year. I'd be like, yeah, I'm choosing my guy. You know?
5: Is Aaron Murphy's guy anymore? Was he ever? Does he care? Like, does Murphy care at this does point he what he ends care? up happening? I mean, Murphy's he the one who about called him. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Murphy's the one who
3: called him an interesting fella. So I don't think that they're tight.
5: But, like, did, if. If Goody comes to him and says, "Hey, I have this offer from the Raiders for whatever it ends up being for for three first round," it's not that it would some sort of deal. Does Murphy go? Cool, sounds good. He or does he say, "I'd really like us to find a way to make amends and keep him"? Oof. Like, what? I, I honestly I, don't know if, mean, if anyone's talking could. about Murphy enough because I don't know. I don't know how that dude operates. Because Chewy, you're right. His his job is to make money. I
3: mean, technically, and technically, he is structured it where every decision, big decision, would have to funnel through him.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: You know, the buck stops with him.
2: uh, Let me ask you this though: How long has Goody been there? Four years. Four years. What's the best thing he's done?
5: Drafted Rashawn Gary and Jair. Did he draft both of them?
2: Sign Aaron. Sign Aaron. (sighs) Sign Aaron. This past year's draft. Bring in Zadarius and Preston, which really for, for didn't one work year. out. You know, this would be sign somebody. This
3: is a great question, Chew, for Jason Wildy, and Jason Wildy, okay, is going to join us next. But first, I do want to tell you about our friends at Palermo's Pizza, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Palermo's—they've been making great-tasting frozen pizza, including Palermo's County's Urban Pie, and Sicilian, locally for over fifty-five years. Think about that experience they have—fifty-five years, over fifty-five years of experience. It makes perfect sense why they would have Palermos, Connie's, Urban Pie, Screaming Sicilian, Surfer Boy Pizza all under their umbrella. Neighborhood Pizzeria. Have a breakfast pizza. Have dessert pizza. Have uh, strombolis and and single-serving pizzas. They've got it all over at Palermos, and because they've been doing it for over 55 years, they know what they're doing. So they have a pizza for everyone's taste. If you have a picky family... That's where Palermo's comes in. They can have a pizza for every single taste. So make sure you're keeping an eye out for Palermo's in the freezer section at your local grocery store because Palermo's is Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Ready, down, hut, hut,
4: hut, hut, All Packers, all the time. When you look at this offense and you say, who scared opposing defenses? When He was being utilized. Aaron Jones is still the top of the list. I don't care what you know Christian Watson did over a four game stretch. Okay, most of the time, all
0: men specifically or all nuts?
1: Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. <laughs> it's Jason Wilde on Jen Gabe and Shoe, brought to you by Boucher Automotive with 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive, we are driven by you.
3: He is our friend. He is our teammate. He is Jason Wilde. He joins us every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy.
4: Good morning, Jason. Good morning, fellas. Sorry I'm missing Jen this morning, but it's great to talk with you two knuckleheads. Did
3: you have a uh, a tea she- this morning for Fat Tuesday?
4: Uh, I was at the grocery store last night while I was... Uh milling about the Greater Milwaukee Metroplex during Maddie's uh, Ballet. I contemplated such a purchase, and then I decided against it. I'm not, like, I love the tradition. I grew up on the south side of Milwaukee. I'm a huge fan of all the great traditions that come with being a native Milwaukeean. Um, I don't like my donuts, or whatever we're considering that, uh,
2: to have filling in them. I'm anti-filling. So, I'm not a fan. So, That's, um, as the re- uh, resident Pollock on the show, let me ask a dumb question. Are poochkies, are they dessert or is it breakfast? Yes. And Why not both? They're both.
5: The main
4: course, whatever. Whatever you want them
5: to be. Face Chewie okay. just made. I know we're on radio, <laughs> but we're on video, and Chewie just went, I don't know how to describe it. He just went, Oh, interesting. You just made like a shirt. The greatest
2: well, let me just give you a little background. I'm a hundred percent Polish, one hundred. Uh, this the the what's the little spit thing that proved it. Um, a twenty three. I've never mean? heard of them until I came here. Never heard of a Punchki.
3: It is a Midwestern. I, 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 it is a Midwestern thing. But I was reading about it this okay. morning too, like Buffalo. Apparently Buffalo huge Polish population, and they actually do it. So this is the other thing I learned, Jason. So apparently in Poland, they actually do it the Thursday before Ash Wednesday. So they do a fat Thursday, like a week before Ash Wednesday even. So hold
2: goes. on. Does that surprise you? <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one who I can mean, make those.
4: We' are not ignoring you, we're just being
2: <laughs> yeah. just being careful. I mean, come on out of Pollock's rake leaves in the tree uh, 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 kid.
3: Uh, um, so you... the Packers, Jason, the Packers, uh, it's yeah. the off season. oh yeah, we're enjoying yeah. the off season. Uh, so Chewy brought up an interesting point, Jason. He asked me a question I don't know if I had a good answer, so I am going to ask you that question to see what your answer is. ooh, okay. In Brian Gutekunst's tenure, what is the best thing he's done?
4: Um Brad, Elton, Jenkins. Chew? I think Elton Jenkins. I would say little, even, you, Go ahead, Jason. Uh just I think really? Elton Jenkins is better at his position than Jair is at his.
2: Um, I would say last year's draft. I mean, it was probably his best draft.
4: Well, I, um, I, again, like there were some, obviously there were some very good contributions and I am very eager to see what Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs become. Um, I'm not convinced that, Quay Walker is going to be the next uh, Fred Warner. I'm not convinced that uh, Devontae Wyatt is going to be uh, Kenny Clark or better. Um, So I'm I'm leery of giving him too much credit for last year's draft when we have a limited sample size. And, oh, by the way, your roster construction – And the fact that you pushed all your chips into the middle of the table salary cap wise to try and win it in 2021 after being so close in 19 and 20 left you with a roster that you had to play your draft class more than other draft classes have been played, leading to more opportunities for them to show you some things. So I'm not I'm not saying that it won't be his, his best thing. I'm saying that I need to see more of them before I'm going to start crowning them as this terrific draft class.
2: Jason, where do you stand with all this noise? You had the Bob McGinn noise with the with the disgusted in Rogers uh, last night. Um, your guy Rob Demosky goes on and says they're ready to move on. I'm not buying anything until I see a reservation. With Murphy, Goody, Lafleur, and Rogers at Pomodoro, then I'll start to buy into it. Until I see yeah. that, I don't believe anything coming out of anyone's mouth.
4: Yeah, and and I would I would I would push back on you by saying, why haven't we heard anything out of anyone's mouth denying anything that's been said? Okay. Like fair, uh, I, you know, like I look i think we know that certain people have uh biases against the organization and against rogers intense biases against rogers so i understand that maybe the organization will look at and go come on this is someone who's mainstream now who is delivering this criticism or reporting this um I don't. I think they haven't pushed back on any of this noise, which I think is a good word too, um, because I do think there is truth to it. Now, do I think that they have made up their minds? They're done with him. That they want to move on. I'm not sure. I'm on board with that part of it, but I think I'm. A, I, I know I'm on board with the idea that Goody ran his mouth to some people that if it was in a moment of frustration or whatever it was, I mean, you know, Tom Silverstein made a reference to it in his story. It's in print. It's not just, you know, pontificating on a podcast. He, he wrote it um, in a long story about the possible trade destinations for Rogers that in December, Judy told an NFL colleague that he was ready to move on. He didn't use words like disgusted and, there's no poetic license there but the fact that there's been no like back channel attempts to refute this stuff I think you have to at least make
2: a mental note about that so uh, So, do I think Jason go ahead why would they let it get to the point where if Rogers says I'm coming out of darkness I'm coming back to Green Bay that to me is like then what do you that extremely uncomfortable? No, no right? doubt it is.
4: No, you're absolutely right. And and here's the thing, I mean and and look, I, I I have a lot of history with Goody. I've said many times, he came up through the scouting department as I came up through my career as a reporter. I've always liked him as a guy. But like he's first of all, he's so much more like Ted then I don't know why people, because he seems a little more polished when he's at a podium and a little less awkward. And because he signed four free agents in 2019, which remember, you know, in, in Ted's first full-fledged offseason after getting the job, that 06 free agent class that he signed was huge, right? He, I mean, I'm not saying Marquand became a good player, but he signed Charles Woodson. He signed Ryan Pickett. He, like, Mark Bull Richter. Like, he signed a bunch of free agents, too. That's not, That didn't, then, that wasn't a predictor of more free agent flashes to come. Same with Goody, right? Um, I, I just think that, you know, for a guy who has been so adamant about there being no leaks coming out of the organization and you know again ted for whatever faults he had he allowed schneider and dorsey and mckenzie to all talk to us he didn't want to do it but he understood at least the value of having experienced lieutenants who could shape some of the narrative by being available and that's how you know you have the packer side of the story of the Moss trade that didn't happen and of the Tony Gonzalez trade that didn't happen. And quite frankly, you know, I don't want to put other people's business on the street, but I know for a fact that Goody went to people after the trade deadline this year and told them about the Darren Waller deal that fell through and wouldn't let anybody specifically say it was Darren Waller, but that's what he did. And so there are times where they've pushed back, but now there's none of that. I haven't gotten a call from anybody. Right. Uh, if if mm-hmm. this was really that problematic, you would think that they would at least make some effort. Like, but again, uh, how exactly do you go about it? Because maybe some of it is true. Maybe disgusted is an overstatement. Right. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe the second coming love being the second coming in Rogers 2.0 is poetic license. But are they frustrated and sick of his crap? yeah and guess what? I think that's been true for a while and his performance obviously overshadowed whatever frustrations they had with the crap that they deal with and his denied remarks in press conferences and whatever else. And now he's coming off of a season where he busted his thumb, played with a bunch of guys he was unfamiliar with in 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 the organization's defense. His ass should have been at the off-season program. I've been saying that from the beginning. I will not back down from that. That was a huge mistake by him. He was wrong not to attend. He'd be wrong not to attend this year. It's a change from who he used to be. All that stuff. That's something that I'm sure pissed them off. So you put all that together, and do I think that Goody dropped his guard with someone he trusted and said, "God, I'm just so sick of his, you know what," and. If we can move on, we should move on because I don't want to deal with this guy anymore, and he's not playing at the level that we that he did the last two years. I do believe he did that, but again, my question is, and I, I said I've said this to everybody I've talked to. The other day, I said something out of frustration that I normally wouldn't say, to someone, and I wish I hadn't. Does that mean that my frustration would then lead to actions that I would act on that frustration? No. Does that mean that Goody is frustrated enough that when the rubber hits the road, he's going to be willing to say, we're trading him to the Jets? I don't know. I don't know. But I will say this. I do not believe that this organization that was so unsure of Jordan Love a year ago at this time that they gave the existing quarterback Back-to-back MVPs notwithstanding, such an onerous contract, and now suddenly they think not only is he ready for prime time, but he's Rodgers 2.0. I like Jordan. I want to see what he's capable of. I don't think that there is ample evidence to back up that claim.
3: So you think, Jason, uh, before we let you go and just a little quickly here, that that's a little blustery from everybody involved. Is is that the Packers maybe building him up a little bit to give themselves a little bit of leverage and cushion in this whatever negotiation ends up being with Rodgers? Well, maybe, but
4: on the flip side of that, Gabe, um, do you really want to raise the expectations for Jordan Love to now he's Rodgers 2.0 and he's that ready to be the guy? like? Now you're setting a bar for a guy who, what if what if that's not accurate? Like, what's the upside of creating that expectation, right? Like, yeah, maybe it gives you leverage with Rodgers. What it doesn't do is do Jordan Love any favors. So, I, I, again, for a guy who has been so adamant about there not being leaks, I believe 100% that he violated – And this is something that I want to ask him when we talk to him next. Did you vent your frustrations to someone and put this team's business on the street with someone that you trusted? Because I want to know the answer to that, because he has been adamant about no one in the building talking to us. And he clearly talked to someone who's no longer in the building, who then shared it with people that he knew from his time in Green Bay.
2: But but Jason, with that and I agree with everything you said, and that's why I listen to you. I don't listen to these other guys and I believe what you say. <laughs> but it sparked me with what you said. Sure, you got a little bright screen that off before you No, your I, know, he, I love Jason. I know Rogers' next move. And he is a smart guy, and this is one thousand percent Aaron Rodgers. He's gonna come out of this thing and say, I'm coming back to the Packers, not because he wants to come back because he wants to make this as hard on the Packers he can as he can and watch them squirm. Yeah, because oh, if that, if that happens, Jason, he wins the PR battle, right? Then it's in their yeah. court because they're the ones that have to say you're gone. Yeah, and
4: I I I know you guys got to go, but I, I would just add this: uh, as much as his story arc has tracked far. I think he has two things going for him that he learned from Favre. One, there is no way in God's green earth that he's going to give them the out by saying, I'm going to retire, like Brett Favre did on March 8, 2008. And secondly, uh, I think, unlike Favre, I think he has the guts to say, oh, really, You're you're fine with me coming back and backing up Jordan, at $60 million. Okay, great. I can't wait to back him up. Yeah. I'm sure that he will outperform me in training camp, and I'll be his backup. Let's go. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, I'm, this is going to get good. good. Oh, man. And the idea that his ego is too big to be the backup, you know that that's yeah. not a fact. It's not because he knows he shouldn't be the backup. Everyone on the earth knows that. Yeah, Jason, we appreciate
3: the time. We'll talk to you again on Thursday. All right, boys. Take care. Be good. It went a little long, but I think we got some good stuff out of Jason Wilde there. Top Exteriors provides the best quality roof, siding, windows, and doors, expertly installed at an affordable price. Really, that's all I should have to say is that line and a half that I have in front of me. Ridgestop Exteriors provides the best quality roofs, siding, windows, and doors, expertly installed at an affordable price. And that's all you should necessarily need to know about to Ridgestop Exteriors. you Go to ridgestopexteriors.com for your next home improvement project. But you also need to know that despite doing all those things, and those are all great things from Ridgetop Exteriors, they consider customer service their number one goal, and they strive to succeed expectations of the homeowners they serve. Think about that. Think about all those things that Ridgetop Exteriors does that they provide the best quality roof, siding, windows, and doors. They do it expertly when they install them, and they can do it at an affordable price. But they consider customer service to be that number one goal. You can't get customer service anywhere in 2023. So you should be excited about getting customer service when it comes to those exterior home projects. Get a free estimate for your next project by logging on to RichtopExteriors.com.
1: This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy.
2: Jen, has college football gotten a little sleazy? Where you can recruit a little... No, I'm saying from the standpoint,
1: it used to be. (laughs) That was good. On 94.5 ESPN.
0: Stuff with Jason Wilde on Jen Gabe and Chewy just a few moments ago. If you missed any of that, make sure you check out our podcast available on Apple and Spotify, Wisconsin On Demand, really wherever you get your podcasts. And it sounds like, guys. Look, this is not news to us, right? This is going to be drama. This is going to be dysfunctional because the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers has been borderline dysfunctional, crossing that line over the years. He said this. They said this. They want this. They don't want to be the bad guy. He doesn't want to be the bad guy. There's this darkness retreat. They're out there talking to other teams, trying to figure out what the the market can bear when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. But I'll tell you this. What makes this whole thing very fascinating, Chew and Gabe and Ashton, is the Jets situation right now. Because I think the Jets and Woody Johnson really want Aaron Rodgers. I think they want him real bad, especially the owner. I mean, to the point, Chewy, where Woody Johnson almost tampered on the red carpet mm-hmm. with Diana Rossini back at the Super Bowl, almost like accidentally on purpose talking about specifically Aaron Rodgers before Diana kind of put her hand up and was like, hey, don't tamper. We don't want you to tamper here on ESPN on the red carpet. But it sounds like, based on all the information out there, that Derek Carr's visit in New York was really, really good. They really, really like him. So if you're Robert Sala and you think you can win with Derek Carr, do you even bother with the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes? Why not just make your decision if you're the New York Jets, too?
2: Well, some of the reports I saw that they're going to sit and wait and see what happens with Aaron, because even though I'm probably the biggest advocate of Derek Carr, on our show, Aaron is better than him. I don't know. I wouldn't say much better, but he is better. So if they're going to sit there and wait, you know, that kind of it kind of bolsters what you were saying about Woody Johnson. My thing is, and it, it just kind of came to me when Jason was talking, Aaron Rodgers' next move because they're still in that who's the bad guy mode. And it would be so Aaron Rodgers to sit there, even though he may not want to come back at all, just to say it, just to watch Go- Goody squirm in his chair and talking to Ashton during the break At least me and him are in agreement that Goody doesn't have the balls to go through with it, and I think that's why we think he'll be back in Green Bay. You agree? I mean, he's not going to— It's why
0: I've thought—and again, I don't know if it has to do with testicular fortitude, but it's why I have thought that Aaron would be back in Green Bay. I feel like it's the path of least resistance for all sides. Because if we do think that not wanting to be the bad guy— Yeah, even if he doesn't want to be. Look, that's why, I mean, so if you're the Jets right now, are you trying to woo Aaron Rodgers? Are you trying to go out and convince him? Again, he's not a free agent. So any conversations you have would be tampering, right, Gabe? I mean, any conversations you have specifically with the athlete?
3: Yeah, anybody from the organization, yes. Like in the front office or coaching staff. But players can talk amongst themselves. You know, if you're Robert Sala and you decide to go, hey, Sauce, here's Aaron's number. We'll see what happens if you text him.
0: See what happens. Can you imagine Sauce Gardner, right? Like, second-year player. He'd be shaking in his boots to call Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, no, you don't put that uh, on that guy. It was just an example. It was the first Jet that came to mind. But I think it's an interesting point that you're making because they have a really young squad. It's one of the things that they are advertising as, come to the Jets young squad so I don't even know which quote-unquote veterans on that team you would task with going out and trying to talk to Aaron Rodgers or say hey come to the Jets come to Florham Park like so that's an interesting thing and we have talked guys about how Rodgers wants those veterans around him in Green Bay and wants the Mercedes Lewis and the Randall Cobbs and whatnot who fills that role in New York um I don't know I
3: mean maybe he gets Randall to come along I mean Mercedes. <laughs>
0: Look, just the yeah. sidecar <laughs> guy. He's just riding along in Aaron Rodgers' sidecar wherever he goes. It comes with a paycheck. Yeah, why not? I Pretty don't sizable.
2: think anyone, any, any. I don't think any player needs to to call him. He's got Hackett right there.
0: But that he's got okay, Hackett well.
2: right there. Hackett's kind of feeding his head. And I, I would not be surprised at all if they talk weekly. I mean, they can talk. You're friends. You can talk. Yeah. You had this. Uh, at, you know, I had this this issue with my old agent, who I'm still very good friends with, and um, we would go to dinner with my kids when they played in college, which technically would be a violation because they're college athletes going to dinner with a with with um, an agent that would never hold up. So it wouldn't surprise me if Hackett and Rogers is, are, are talking.
0: If you are the Jets, I I feel like you. I feel like you can make a decision here independent of Aaron Rodgers. I think that the ownership is probably again Woody Johnson, who loves Rodgers. I think he may be saying, "Let's wait and see what twelve wants to do." But I think that inside the building, if you are. Robert Sala if you are the GM I think those guys are chomping at the bit I think they want to sign Derek Carr they want to be able to move on with their offensive game plan they want to put this thing to bed so that they can start preparing for the upcoming season I don't think the lure of Aaron Rodgers is strong enough to put your process on hold for an extended period of time. Now, you may be willing to say that this week, right? Because Rodgers was in darkness. You just met with Derek Carr this past weekend. But I think if you're that team and you're the coach, you want to start going. You want to know who your guy is. And I think that Sala thinks he can work with Derek Carr. That's why there's a part of me that feels like if Rodgers doesn't act here, if Rodgers doesn't make a decision, which, again, would be counter to what you were saying, Chu, about him kind of just waiting the Packers out, I think the Jets move on. I think they're not an option for Rodgers. I think they move on. And then Rodgers is stuck with one less team.
3: Uh, if the guy who signs the paychecks wants it, then they're going to wait. Yeah. And they and they can afford to wait cuz I think they're the best situation for any quarterback. Whether we're talking Jimmy G, whether we're talking Derek Carr, like that is to me the best situation for any of these potential quarterbacks that would be available to go to. They they were right. There. They were seven and four, and then fell apart because they had to start Mike White and Joe Flacco in games coming down the stretch. Like that's a really good team, and I think it's a playoff team if they get a decent enough quarterback and Derek. For so for Derek Carr, obviously the Raiders aren't an option for him, and the Raiders could be a fun offense for any quarterback because of Devontae, because of Hunter Renfro, and the weapons that they have. Potentially Josh Jacobs, depending on what happens in his free agency, but. The, the Jets are the team that, if you're a quarterback and you want to compete, you're going, that's the team I want to go to. So if they're going to wait, if I'm Carr, if I'm Jimmy G, like, I, then I have to wait because that's the spot I want to go to because that's the spot that gives me the best chance to win.
2: I'm just having such a hard time with all these reports, you know, from Bob McGinn to even what Jason said, while they're not refuting it. I mean, if you don't want the dude there, just tell him. Right? <laughs> Why play this dance? And that's why I think because you don't want to be the Aaron bad guy. Rodgers vindictive. Well, who cares? It's like Moneyball game. It's like then don't get close to your players cuz you got to cut 'em or you got to move 'em. It's just to me it just, something doesn't add up here. If they're so adamant about wanting to move on to Jordan Love and he's a pain in the butt and they're disgusted well, with him.
3: So that goes back to Jimmy, Why are they just moving on? Well, because that goes back to what Jason said of Goody may have just had a moment of weakness where he said something to somebody he thought he trusted and then that trusted person let that moment of frustration get out. And now that moment of frustration of, man, we should move on from him. Jordan's ready. You know, he... he, Potentially a vent session from Brian Gudekunst is now out there on the street when, in actuality, that's not how he really feels.
0: But he really does feel that way. He really does. Again, I'm not saying that he doesn't feel that way all the time, but at least in that moment, he felt that way. So, like, like this would be like, I have a friend who is married who never, ever, 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 ever says a bad thing about his wife ever, never once in any conversation where we're venting about our spouses does he ever say anything bad about his wife. I'll tell you whose marriage I think is probably more solid than everybody else's, that guy. Because even when he has the opportunity to vent and be one of the guys and be you know go along with the group, never, ever, ever, right? I don't think that that's that far-fetched of a perception. So the fact that Goody did vent about this, even if it was just a vent session, does indicate to me that there are cracks in this in this veneer right and look we know that there are you know even though they've talked about how they've had good conversations and there has been repairs we know that like these two guys would not be connected friends uh, if they weren't working together in the same organization and that is why we are right back in Ashton what are we back in we are right back in the
1: like sands through the hourglass so are the green bays of our lives
0: Operating Procedure Drama in Green Bay. Who wouldn't have it any other way?
2: I just hope it's not ball people. I can't stand ball people.
0: Uh,
5: I mean, do you mean that literally, or just
2: like in this sense?
0: He doesn't mean it literally. uh,
5: Uh, Is Angie close to him right
0: now?
2: (laughs) Yeah, is your friend's wife's name Angie? I don't say anything bad about her. (laughs) I don't want to die.
0: Actually, my friend's name was Gabe, if you guys were picking up. I, was I wasn't really. <laughs> we got to take a break on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Much more coming up
3: after this. Hey, it's me. I'm Gabe. And I want to tell you about our friends at Ewald Automotive because Ewald Automotive's inventory reduction sale is happening this weekend. Due to an influx of fresh trade-ins, it's extended for four more days. Four more days to get financing as low as 3.9%. Make no payments until the spring. And get max amount for your trade-in on your own vehicle. Hundreds to choose from. Prices from 9995 And one final chance to save thousands. Hurry in, because this sale, it's only got three more days. Three more days left on it. It ends February 24th, which is this upcoming Friday. And it's easy. Take a look at the seven uh, locations that they have here in southeastern Wisconsin by going to EwaldAuto.com. And Gabe and Chewy. How much will Angie let you grow a beard?
2: I would say for three months I have to keep a beard if I lose. Okay, and Angie would allow you to have a beard for three
1: months. She doesn't run my life. Uh, Drop that.
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On 94.5 ESPN.
0: Embarrassed. I pride myself on being athletic. I pride myself on being in shape. I pride myself on taking care of myself. Chew, you know what I'm talking about.
3: Yeah. I mean, I still have the video on my phone, Jen, of you. Well, I mean, I don't have the videos of you stretching. But I still have the video on my phone from last year when you decided that you needed to do the splits. Okay, like you got <laughs> challenged happened? to do it. Do you and have then, both videos? Oh, of course I do. <laughs> yes. Of course I have both of those videos of Ashton then trying what and was, almost what, what, killing what, himself. What was
2: she trying to do? Well, why was she stretching? I forget. Well, the because little, she wanted uh, to do the
3: splits. Because I, I don't even know how it came up. If she uh, could still do it, she got challenged to do it. She's like, nope, I can do it. So she decided to like spend the next hour stretching in between all the segments, and then finally during the
0: last segment. She did the splits. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, But I am very sore today, and I'm embarrassed. I don't want to tell you guys why I'm sore. Because it's one of those things where you shouldn't be sore after doing what I did, but I woke up this morning sore. And so there's a part of me that, like, I'm in a little bit of pain over here, but I don't want to admit why I'm in pain over here. Are you going to make us guess why? let's guess what she did. (laughs)
2: Let's guess why. Uh, She rode a horse. (laughs) Where would I get over? I hear riding a horse could be very It causes you to be sore No, my
3: husband uh, is in Arizona Yep Again
2: The game knew that yeah, was coming you, he lob
3: knew
0: up,
2: you lob
3: it up She's going to dunk it home like, that's just, not, You just shoveled
2: the driveway I
0: did there's not no We have snow. a snow blower and there's no snow
3: um, What would Jen <sighs> it's so Playing Twister with your children no, I, you, not.
0: I was something that we were doing. Yes, we, we were doing it as a family. So that might be a clue or a hint as to why my back hurts so piggyback badly rides. today. No, not piggyback rides. Not Twister. Basketball. No. Chase dunk on you? No.
5: You were just sitting down watching a movie? No, that would, be, I would, that
0: would be mortifying. <laughs> no, why would I be running from the cops? What am I doing? Shoplifting?
3: Oh, maybe you got pulled over for another speeding ticket and decided to abandon the vehicle.
2: (laughs) Maybe you took off with a boot on and uh, it would be illegal.
0: (laughs) No. All
2: right, what happened?
0: Sports related. Sports related. Sport adjacent. We only have
5: like a minute, so. Someone guess better. Pickleball. Swimming.
0: Not pickleball. Something that would be embarrassing to be hurt from, you guys. A sport that would be embarrassing.
5: Ping pong. Yeah. Even
0: no, no, pull? no, no, pull. no. Well, pull. that would be embarrassing. I don't know if it would be more embarrassing than this. Horse. We're waiting. I'm not telling. While <laughs> so we're young.
2: Why are we guessing if you're not going to tell us? What would be embarrassing?
0: <laughs> I um, was. And
2: pulling. it's sports related.
0: Oh, I get uh,
5: that. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: No, that uh, makes uh, sense. That's, yeah, no, <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I
0: get that. that
3: Hey, it's not like you're, you know, when whenever you go bowling, it's not something you do all that often. So, yeah, the back's going to be a little sore the next oh, day. Oh,
0: my back is on fire. I love
5: bowling.
2: Yeah, those balls weigh like 10 pounds, don't <laughs> they?
0: I mean, Mark 12. <laughs> so you guys are saying I shouldn't be embarrassed about oh, no, being you should sore bowling. Be. No, from of course bowling. you absolutely oh. should
5: be. Yeah, we're just, we get it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I went bowling, and I'm hurting because I'm old, shoe. I'm too old.
2: I'm right there with you.
0: When's the last time yeah. you
3: bowled you?
2: Are you good? I have a problem with wearing other people's shoes, so it's been ever since <laughs> I was.
5: <laughs> we should go as a show. It's a good point. I would wipe the floor with you guys.
0: Yeah, that's possible. I'm just sneaker? wildly inconsistent. That's my problem. Like, I'll strike, spare, then I'll gutter ball. Ashton, then I'll spare, you strike, You're the least
2: athlete ball. in this panel, okay? You're not beating us in anything.
5: Again, you would be
0: shocked.
2: Gabe told me about your hoop game, and it wasn't very flattering. I
5: don't think Gabe's actually ever seen me play.
3: doesn't matter. I get scouting reports. Okay, we last weekend aside,
0: we... I was – you know what? <laughs> I thought eh, we, we concluded Ashton was good at basketball. He exists. I'm confused. He's not terrible. Just because he's
2: tall doesn't mean he's good at basketball. I have
5: one His great skill. is the Lerp. I have one great skill, and it's getting in the way.
0: It's called yeah, playing yeah, defense. defense. Really? <laughs> well, I don't know if i call it playing defense. <laughs> We got to take a break on Jed, Gabe, and Chewy much more right after this.